Paging Mr Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. Good Harry, everybody, and many Potter returns. <laughs> it's the and Harry birthday. Harry birthday as well, <laughs> and for she's a jolly good Potter. That's right. It's the Paging Mr. Potter podcast hosted by my good self, Andrew Quo, and my good self, Nathan Saad. Hello. His good self, Nathan Saad. And sometimes we're joined by another good self named Reedan Lee, but he's- Usually Reedan's here. But he's not today. No. He's uh, um, elsewhere. He's in- He lives in in Melbourne. Sunny Melbourne. I learned something interesting about Melbourne recently. Hit me. Did you know it used to be called Batmania? I did actually, yeah. After oh, Batman. Well, yeah, that's a shame. Um, <laughs> so this is the Page of Mr. Potter podcast. This Fuck. is a podcast where we read one page, one singular page of Harry Potter every week until our brains totally vaporize <laughs> and we cannot function anymore. And we never miss a week. No, we almost missed a week this week. Nathan's like, we're not doing one this week. <laughs> and then I was like, we are doing one. Because next week is the 50th episode spectacular and yep. Reardon Lee is not going to be in Batmania. He's going to be in Sydney. Old Sydney town. Old Sydney town. <laughs> um, so we've got a, an excellent show planned. Oh, we just well, got- I mean, we've got so much We've got so much planned. What have you got planned? I mean, obviously I don't want to give it all away. Oh, just all these plans. So much stuff. Oh, stuff. I've, I've got, got blueprints. Heaps of stuff. <laughs> I've organized all this stuff. I mean, that does sound a lot like you as well. And so I was thinking, mm-hmm. well, why do we want to waste it on episode 49? Boring number, boring page. This is... Yeah. Oh, yeah, this won't be good. Why, why would we? Oh, no, no, no. But just going back to page 50, which will be next week... Mm-hmm. Um, any of the Potter files out there, if you've got any ideas, I know we've got, we have got a jam-packed schedule, but if you've got any ideas- We can to, just try and squeeze it in maybe. Yeah, anything you'd like us to touch on, uh, any or any, even just some well wishes. <laughs> 50 pages in, you want to send a little message. We're um, going to be inundated with ours throughout the week. Yeah, we, we would really appreciate that. So, um, yeah. So, have you been, Nathan? What's been happening this week with you? Well, Andrew, I thought on the way to the your house today, because we did, did decide last minute to try and do a pod. Correct. I would try and read the page. Mm. So I got the train so that I could actually, you know, have a flick through. A novel idea. Um, and I was just about to open my laptop and have a gaze when I was confronted by an even more interesting, more interesting piece of literature, more, more if you can imagine. Page 49 and I was Potter. sitting there on the train seat next to me and I thought, we're going to be extremely scant on content this week. So why don't we just discuss this strange pamphlet oh, that this? I found on the train seat wow, next to me. What now, is that before I get into it, we've got to assume that this was—I was meant to find this. Oh, there's no accidents. In I mean, J.K. Rowling's universe. Well, this is true. This is well known, and there's no reason why some some strange force made me get the train to your house. No, I would never do that. Never. I hate getting the train. We talked about Sydney trains last week. It's a nightmare. Yeah, we're not fans. And yet, what have we got here? So. So can I have a quick look? Have a quick look. Gang life. Now, you notice the font there looks a lot like... That real West Coast 80s, 90s rap. Uh, So we've got gang life. Ricky Martinez, Journey Out of the Gang Life. What is this? Is this an ad for a book or a movie? Well, 
Ricky Martinez. Not to be confused with Ricky Martin. They look quite different. They this do. guy is a large, tattooed, gangster-looking man. This guy looks like Pitbull, but scary. So this is some kind of show starring Ricky Martinez. And okay. let me just read a little little bit about I'm fascinated. Rick has been stabbed four times. Oh. Sorry, had, Rick had been stabbed four times by the time he was 19. Holy hell. So that's, grow up on the mean streets of LA. Trapped in the life of gangs in the streets of Los Angeles, Rick was headed for an early grave or a long stretch in prison until finally he found the answer that would change his hope forever. And I'm not going to tell you what it was, but I'm, I'm going to tell you. I reckon I can work it out. Well, what's your, what are your thoughts? Well, a lot of thinking? these crime people that, mm. that sort of have a, an awakening or whatever, it's quite often a religious thing. Is it a religious thing? Look, or on the surface, Harry Potter. On the surface, yes. It's a religious uh, thing. However, okay, okay, okay. however, this is all going down, this meeting, his talk at the Potter's House Church. You are kidding I me. I kid you not. You can read it with your own two eyes. Hold the Potter's House Church. Is that Ricky Martinez right there? That's Ricky Martinez. We'll post a picture of this, obviously. I can only assume. Now, Andrew, we've talked about sort of gangland figures in the Harry Potter universe before. Yeah. And one of them actually lived in the same house as Harry Potter, did he not? We're talking, yes. of course, about Dudley. Dados. Dudley. Famous Comanchero and oh gangster. Oh, my God. I'd almost forgotten about that. I mean, what have we, what have we got here? What have we stumbled upon? What here? have we stumbled upon? So, the little, so when you flip the pamphlet over, um, the, the headline is From Gangs to God. And um, today, Rick travels the world preaching the hope of the gospel. That's fascinating. Much like us. As we do every week. I mean, we pe- preach the gospel of our Lord and Savior, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, could this be a Potter convert? I mean, it's all going down at Potter's house in um, yeah, Potter's Pivot house Drive or whatever. In, uh, yeah, Wetherill Park. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pivot Drive, Wetherill Park. This is fascinating. So, guys, we're going to post this up on the page, obviously. Um, I can only assume that God in this context is sort of a thinly veiled metaphor for Harry Potter. You would think so, right? Well, maybe we need to get along to this. So when's it on? Um, <laughs> well, yeah. So October 27th. Okay. Uh, so anyone, we may not be able to make it, but if anyone, any of the other Potterfiles want to get along to if this. If anyone's at a loose end on the uh, 27th. Yeah, October 27th, 10.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. That's uh, a mighty long session <laughs> with, with Ricky Martinez. Well, he's got a long... It's and kind of story to get through, doesn't it? I, he? I mean, this has taken us 49 weeks. Yeah, I hope he's gone a little <laughs> faster. Um, and then we've got October 28th to 31. He's there every night from 7.30. So join us, Revival Messages with Pastor Rick Martinez from Los Angeles. So there and you go. I think there'll be a lot of natural overlap between our listenership and sort of Ricky Martin's well, that's, um, the, audience. There's so. probably people listening to this now that are like, oh, I was already going. But <laughs> I'm glad that you brought it up. Um, oh, fascinating. So guys... Ricky Martinez, oh, Rick Martinez, I apologize. Journey out of the gang life, which is a, a clunky, a clunky uh, set of words there. Not sort of rallying. Gang life's not exactly a place. No, journey out of the gang life. Well, very good. Um, well, so, I mean, there's that. We've already covered some literature. You know, and the gangsters, they scare me. You know, it's funny. This, <laughs> this, I remember when I was um, a little bit younger, we used to get the bus home after, um, after school and, uh, Myself and uh, our friends that lived near me would walk down the street and there was probably every week or two a big group of, of, of uh, young adults, I guess, 
will just yell abuse at us and so older us. than you at older than us okay. yeah we were probably like 15 or something yeah maybe a bit younger and they would they'd get their water pistols out and start spraying us and stuff and blah blah, blah on our way home from school and i totally forgotten about that until earlier this week <laughs> when i was water bombed <laughs> so same I, culprits perhaps well probably i mean you'd have to think so I mean, they had they have uh, form but i uh, we, uh <laughs> you already know i had a quite a big night on the wednesday night Yes, yes, we both did. We both did. Um, we were celebrating. Um, well, the end of Wednesday. The end of Wednesday. So we <laughs> got we were quite. I was quite unwell um, that <laughs> night. Anyway, the following day, yeah. Um, I had to go get my car, which I'd left at the pub. Very sensibly, so I went for a good walk up to the pub, and then I was driving down the street. I thought I should pop into into um, Burwood Westfield. And pick something up. I can't remember what that was. Anyway, I leave the Westfield. Some of you people may know of Bird Westfield. It's essentially a big shopping center in my uh, in my area. And I'm waiting at the traffic lights. Uh, I'm at the front car of the traffic lights, and uh, and, and as, as you would all know, it's quite a it's quite a stressful position, the front of the queue, because you know oh, you've you got to be paying be, attention. You have to be paying attention. You got to be switched on. Well, you're going to get all a, you're gonna get a beep otherwise. Yeah. And that's like that. I wouldn't wish that a on my worst enemy. Social suicide. It's social suicide. You get a, you get a <laughs> beep at the lights. So we're sitting at the sitting at the front of the lights, and then uh, <laughs> and I'm paying close attention to the lights, obviously, as you mm-hmm. do. Boom! Big fucking explosion <laughs> on the on the front of my car. It hit the window. Um, didn't break the glass or anything, but this big water bomb exploded. Damn. And I just didn't know how to react. And it, it was just, just took you straight back to your days on the school bus. Exactly right. I got I got a bit shocked. But I Where was, did he throw it from? So I think he was up in the food court and he must have thrown it off the roof. Bloody hell. It's a good shot. <laughs> fair, fair, fair you would not be expecting that either. That would have scared the it fuck scared out the shit of me. And because I'd been cooked the night before, like I was, my brain wasn't fully functioning. So I'm in shock. And then... I was immediately hit with this sort of wave of shame because then all the all the pedestrians standing at the lights were just staring at me and looking sort of to me to I don't know make them feel okay about this yeah, some kind I, of explanation I don't know what they wanted from me I you know this wasn't a sort of double act I just was the victim of this crime and um, and I ended up just sort of giving them a thumbs up like <laughs> all is good I'm okay God yeah the victim doesn't normally need to explain the crime. No, I was like, well, what do you want from me? Yeah, I just got essentially assaulted. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is I understand Rick Martinez and where he's coming from, that gangster life. Oh, well, it's the same exact thing. Yeah. I mean, he was stabbed four times. So you got a bit of water thrown on you. Yeah. I mean, I like that your, um, your tormentors back in the day, you know, that <laughs> they seem a bit old for like super soakers. <laughs> I don't have any evidence. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Silly I string. I mean, it was the... When would this have been? This would have been in the oh, early 2000s? No, Different day and age. I'll give you that much. You know. It was uh, a simpler time. Doing drive-bys. Anyway, um, page 49. Should we get into it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell not? Yeah, fuck. We're here now. Uh, do you want to do it? Do we have any Mathematic? Oh, fuck me dead. I've 49. totally neglected that. All right, all right. I'm scared here because I feel like I'm going to get it wrong. wrong to say one and 49 are the only factors. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Because immediately those are the ones that come to mind. I'm thinking that's the answer, but I'm terrified that I've made another fucking error. So if only I, Ridden were here to ask if it was a prime number, he might have been right. Yes, I believe in a, in a rare sort of uh, occurrence, Ridden <laughs> actually would have been correct in this case. Well, why well, don't... I, well a, a, a broken... Clock is correct twice <laughs> a day. Twice a day, exactly, so, as they uh, say. So let's find out what happened on this uh, stupid page. Very so, cool, very cool page. 
If you'll remember last week, um, Hagrid was talking about all things Harry and he would have to do at Diagon Alley and kind of spoiling the surprise yeah. and the magic of it. A bit by of magical <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's where the story picks up. Cool. And it says, Harry followed Hagrid out onto the rock. I, I don't know what rock. Didn't they, know there was a rock. No, Are they at Uluru? First mention of that. Dwayne Johnson? I mean, it's either Uluru <laughs> or Dwayne Johnson. I'm not 100% sure. We'll get back to you on that one. But anyway. And Harry asks, how did you get here to Hagrid? And Hagrid says, flu. As in flu powder? <laughs> I don't believe so because there was no... Well, maybe that's a bit of uh, foreshadowing. A of bit of foreshadowing. Stuff. Although I don't think it was that because he didn't come through a <laughs> chimney and... It'd be funny if he it's flew in different. like Mary Poppins style on an umbrella. <laughs> that would look hilarious. But how did he fly in? I don't get it. <laughs> he just said, no more explanation. He just what? says So flew. he just literally went shoom and just flew over. <laughs> I don't know. He didn't have a broomstick. He didn't have his famous motorcycle. He can't just apparate. And why do you need <laughs> those so Hagrid things? has the power of flight. I didn't know this. <laughs> He's an enormous man. Well, that's incredible. Anyway, so he says... Hagrid says, yeah, but we'll go back in this. Not supposed to use magic. I've got a... Uh, what? <laughs> what? Not supposed to use magic. Now I've got... Yeah. Okay. So he's allowed to use magic till he's got harem, but not once he's got... Yeah. Okay. So the rules are even more complicated than we could have dared to Possibly imagine. Yep. Anyway, so they got in a boat. Do you remember this? This must be Uncle Vernon's boat, I guess. So, so they're just them stranded, stranded in the so middle of the ocean. <laughs> the Dursleys are shipwrecked now. And let's not forget, they don't know magic, so they can't do anything about no, it. No, they're just stranded, and deserted on this most likely perish. <laughs> yep. Okay. And next? And so Hagrid says, seems a shame to row, though. And, um, okay, I'm going to skip that. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think after this, they pretty much get in the boat, Rob away. Harry asks a few boring questions more about Gringotts because we haven't quite covered that enough. Yeah, so Harry asks, page. why would you be mad to try and rob Gringotts? Because on the last page, Hagrid says it's really secure. You'd be crazy to try and rob it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Harry says, why would you be mad to try and rob Gringotts? But he already knows it's a bank. Yeah. It's crazy for the same reason it is yeah, to rob anything. right. And once again, <laughs> surely this is a conversation we could be having at Gringotts. Maybe Harry could have asked this question as he's getting the, the, the money out. Maybe he could have seen for himself how high security exactly. is. Exactly. Unnecessary to have this conversation in the boat, but anyway. So Hagrid explains some uh, kind of usual <laughs> things. Nothing to really report there. He's reading the newspaper, which is the Daily Prophet. Oh, oh just quickly on that though. The Daily Prophet. I wonder mm. if that is a clue. Okay. In what Maybe way? Maybe it's like the Daily Prophet. P-R-O-F-I-T. Because they're the capitalist profits. Maybe Vernon actually has his hands in this little pie. Maybe he's got a subscription. Well, he could well have that. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's a clue. I, I, don't, I don't have any more to say on the matter, but I'm just saying that it could be a clue. I reckon there might be it. a fold-out in the Daily Profit called the Daily Profit right. IT, and it's kind of like the financial review. Now, that's clever. Now, that is clever. It's the kind of thing that, like, perfectly frank might come up with. <laughs> And he's obviously the cleverest Maybe. character in literature. Famously. This book is Tom riddled with clues. Oh, my God. There's another one. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> what else happens? I think that's about it, isn't it? Nothing else interesting. He talks a bit, little bit about the Ministry of Magic. Oh, yeah. Expresses a bit of frustration with the sort of bureaucratic red tape. The red tape. Yeah, the disdain for it. But other than that... <laughs> that's your blooming lot. 
Fascinating. And that's um, wow. That's all. That's all we've got before the big page fifty spectacular. We're there. We've we've made it. We made it. We made it to pat yourselves on the back. Bravo, bravissimo, um, yeah. and good job. Well done, everyone. Hey, I was watching. Um, I watched a bit of the Prisoner of Azkaban on um, telly the oh, other day. Well, well, it's always on. <laughs> it's always on, isn't it? What are your thoughts on that? Because I know it's like one of the most sort of revered and adored of all of them. I remember really, really liking reading it, and I remember really liking the movie when I first saw it. I haven't yeah. watched it in quite a long time. It's um, so it's. I think the story is a lot of fun. It's the one with the time spinner mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, I have to say though, I think it's a fuck ugly movie. Like it's really ugly. I was struck by it. It's what's his name? Alfonso Cuarón is the director who's made. Um, well, Academy Award. I think he won for Roma this year, perhaps, or at least he was nominated. Yeah, he made Gravity. Um, both very beautiful movies, but I feel this movie's fucking ugly. It's so green. It's really it's green. Way too green. It's like yeah, green and gray. Very like dark. Looking. It's too stylized. Like everything's a little bit like overly. I don't know. Contrasty. The CGI is still kind of shit. A lot of the later movies are very dark in terms of like lighting as well. Yeah. But this looks sort of unreal. Like it looks like a, it's obviously a choice. But, mm. but but I'm thinking like, you know, the last, I think it's the last or second last movie where they're hiding yeah. out in the forest. I mean, that still like looks incredible. Yeah, exactly. It looks it's like, visually. This not. looks like ugly green, <laughs> I think. Because he, he also made um, Children of Men, which is, have you seen Children of Men? No. Really good movie, but also fuck ugly. Like I hate the look of that movie. And I started, so after watching that film, I started just Googling like Prisoner of Azkaban, ugly. And Children of Men, ugly. And I couldn't find anything. So maybe I'm the only one that thinks they're fuck ugly. <laughs> but write in if you think that they're ugly. And also the CGI shit, right? Like, it's not quite as bad in the first one. Because, you know, in uh, Philosopher's Stone, famously, the CGI is heinous. There's that scene where Harry falls off a broomstick and he looks like some bizarre sort of doll bouncing around in the in the sky. Mm. But um, it, the, the CGI is still really ugly. Like, you know when you see old CGI and it just, like, Makes you feel a bit gross. Well, think about this. Hit me. CGI is a bit of movie magic, right? Oh, my God. So in the early books, when Harry really hasn't learnt all that so much, it's it a stands a reason that the, the movie magic is rudimentary I mean, that's in nature. That's incredible. <laughs> and maybe the reason the last one looks incredible. Well, it's because Harry's at the height of his powers. <laughs> yeah, does, exactly. Yeah. As is the director. Well, that gets me thinking, do you think like we, we leave the Harry Potter journey after high school? Correct. But do you think if they study tertiary education, you can do like instead of film studies, you can study movie magic? I would love to know. I would <laughs> I mean, love to these know are the important questions. Well, we'll have, to give, we'll have to get JK on the line at some point and ask a few of these questions because we, it's been They're a while. They're piling up. They are piling up. But yeah, anyway, very ugly. Like Buckbeak looks like a fucking mutt in this movie. Like, he looks like <laughs> shit. And he's meant to be cute. But he's a real mutt beak. Anyway, <laughs> um, have you got any stuff this week, Nathan? Uh, other than that bit of scrap of paper that I found on the train <laughs> on the way here, um, not exactly. Okay, that's all right. Um, <laughs> I've got a few things. So uh-huh. number one, I wanted to talk to you about, um, are you aware of the poo jogger? I am aware of the poo jogger. Now. Very unfortunate situation. A controversial figure. Do, do we need to quickly explain? I think. Do you want to do a quick little recap on what the poo jogger situation is? So there's this sort of malevolent being that's uh, it's running around. It, is it sort of the... Um, are you talking about Roxy Jasenko or are we <laughs> talking about the poo jogger? I'm talking about her arch nemesis oh, and I even uh, more despicable creature. 
Um, running around, is it sort of the eastern suburbs or the north, lower North Shore? Yeah, I believe very so. opulent uh, Sydney neighbourhood. Not used to the sight of poo. And well, this particular person loves to, as the name suggests, go for a jog, but has been captured numerous times on CCTV, uh, just kind of dropping. Defecating. M- more much like, I suppose, the wizards. Well, this is what I wanted to bring up. Okay. Is I feel like perhaps I was gonna make her the um, the uh, the most recent. Um, what's that thing we do? Are you Probo? No, not even that. Um, bang out of order. Bang it! Oh, that is bang out of order. Well, but is it? This is the question I've got for you. <laughs> Immediately, you think that's bang out of order. Doing a poo on the street uh, seems bang out of order, unless. So, just to explain, this harkens back to when J.K. for some unexplained reason on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, disclosed that all wizards were fascinated sh- by the invention of the toilet because they just they just shit on the floor. Yeah, and that's something that she actually said. She, that's real. It's we good to recap these. That's things. not some of our satire or anything <laughs> like that. We wouldn't say that. I mean, you, if we if we came up with that, you'd say that's too silly. You can't write this. Shit. You can't write this shit. Um, so, so your question is: Is it probo or is it just cultural um, difference? Wizards being wizards. Wizards being wizards. You know what I'm saying? Well, I will and say Roxy is just, you know, once again showing her ignorance, unaware of the customs <laughs> of the magical folk. It'd be I a mean, hell of like, a twist. Could you could you imagine could you imagine JK sort of might come over to an Asian relative of mine's house, start filming my relatives as they enter their house taking their shoes off. Look at these fucking weirdos taking their shoes Look off before they enter their house. Using these strange Sticks. twigs to eat. They're eating with Sticks. They are eating with sticks, my I friend. I can imagine her saying Roxy that. Would. <laughs> I'm surprised if she didn't say that. Um, so I feel like it might fuck, be a similar a, situation with the poo jogger. I think you're, I think you're closer to the truth than you care to believe, Andrew. Because, I mean, or is she suffering from irritable owl syndrome? Well, that's the other option, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it could be both. <laughs> a terrible case of. But irritable we can owl. all kind of agree. That she's blameless. The poo jogger is innocent. Yeah. And, uh, and Roxy I'm, needs to go down for this. I'm striking tomorrow. I'm not going to go into work tomorrow because of that lady. Well, I'm going to go out into the street, <laughs> drop my strides, and defecate in solidarity <laughs> with the poo jogger. I mean, everyone's uh, like, well, tr- protest climate change at the drop of a hat. Oh. But where's the support for the real <laughs> issues? For the poo jogger. The persecuted. Persecuted. The persecuted defecator. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Um, anyway, I do have one more thing. Um, so that's fantastic news. That I have one more thing <laughs> or about the poo um, No, I'm so I'm, I'm happy. So I th- I'll admit that this game was a little bit um, inspired by one of your games. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that you know. Obviously, I'm not going to measure up to the kind of quality that you've been bringing to the table <laughs> week after week. But I hope that um, you'll you'll do me the honor of joining me in a game of. Um, we do Dumbledore, 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 Dumbledore. <laughs> we do Dumbledore, Dumbledore. Um, so this is a game, and it's a little bit inspired by We Do Run, 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 We Do Run, Run. Sure. Where? Or can you explain how We Do Run, Run, Run works to the, to the punters? Well, the easiest way to explain is with an example. Okay. I'll say something crazy like, what do you call Ron when he eats a lot of dairy? Yeah. And you are supposed to say Ron Cheesley. Exactly. So how is this going to work with Dumbledore? Well, very similar. Mm. 
I'm going to tell you a situation yep. that I've um, either, either caught. No, 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 no. Oh. It's a real life. Oh, again, yep. Either caught Albus Dumbledore in, <laughs> or, you know, when we've been hanging out, he might have done one of these things, or a friend of mine might have told me about a time that Albus did one of these things. <laughs> yeah, sure. I wasn't there for all of them. And then, uh, again, we come up with a little name to describe, um, you know, what we call Albus in that Does situation. Does it rhyme with Dumbledore? Ah, for the most part. <laughs> And also in this one, so with your uh, with Ron Weasley, they all kind of went easily, right? Yeah. In this one, there may be a few little twists on how we make the word <laughs> okay, work. Okay, so give give you a lot of leeways. The kind of <laughs> message I'm getting here. What I'm trying to say is it's very hard. Think laterally. Okay, got it. So I just want to see how it. many you get. I am not expecting you get that many. Um, so let's start off with a reasonably easy one. Mm-hmm. Um, when Albus is doing a bit of math and magic. Albus Numbers Door? That's pretty good. It's actually <laughs> Albus Sumbledore. That's much better. Um, when Albus is in a bad mood, he's a bit angry. Albus Grumple? No. Grumbledore? Um, oh, very close. What, what was that one? Grumpledore. Grump- Albus. Very similar. <laughs> also, you need to say the full name. Sure. Well, not course. the full name. He's got like seven, but just the Albus two. Brian Wilfred <laughs> William. Uh, anyway, that one was Albus Grumbledore. Grumbledore. He was grumbling. Grum- he was grumbling the whole time. Um, when Albus has to take the bins out. Um. <laughs> These are really hard. I know. I, know. I don't like it when the shoes on the other foot. Yes, I'm enjoying. Do you this. get the secret sense of power? I love it. Oh, I'm loving so this. Good. Okay, Elvis is taking Elvis the bins has to out. Take the bins out. I'm sure James Pereira's got it already. <laughs> I mean, I'd hate for him to Elvis Stumbledore and spill the garbage <laughs> everywhere, but Elvis <laughs> recycling. Uh, this one is Elvis Dumblechore. Don't use Elvis Dumblechores. <laughs> Fuck! I was hanging up on the Dumble. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I mean. They're a little bit more complex than your. The, your that game. is a perfectly valid than your clue. Ron Measley game. All right, I'm, I'm kind of into this now. Let's okay. let's do all right, it. All right. So th- that was the warm up. Okay. Um, so even though you you and I both know Albert's not particularly musical, but when he's playing in a band, what do we call him? He's playing in a band. He's not that musical, really. Couldn't call him. Couldn't really hold a melody. Uh, Albus f- fumbled. Uh, Albus, come on, come on, you got this. He's not very musical. No. Well, what's like something you might do in a band if you're not that musical? I'm thinking like tambourine, the triangle, t- tambour, tambour, Albus Tambledore, Albus Drumbledore. <laughs> come on, Nathan. <laughs> Fuck. Um, still, while we're on the musical note, um, when Albus is uh, Albus likes the song, but he doesn't know any of the words. Albus Mumbledore. Albus Humbledore. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. Um, I'm going to get one. All right, let's do an easier one. When Albus has gingivitis. Albus Gumbledore. Very good. Albus bleeding Gumbledores. Uh, when Albus is having um, a very popular dessert in this country and probably elsewhere. <laughs> this one admittedly is quite hard. Is this a Crockenbush? <laughs> no. Albus, oh, Albus Crockenbush. Crumble. Oh, Apple Crumbledore. Apple Crumbledore. You got it. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I thought I was going to get you with you saying Albus, but it's actually Apple Crumbledore. For sure. Apple Crumbledore. When Albus has left the bloody freezer open again. Albus closed the door. 
Albus Dumblethor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> when Albus, when Albus is uh, isn't being very smart at all, Albus Dumbledore. Correct. <laughs> um, when Albus is making love to Grindelwald. And oh it, God! And it reaches a climax. I mean, I've got this one. No, go on. Albus Cumbledore. Oh yuck! No, it's Albus <laughs> Dumbledore because they're in love. <laughs> <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> Swerve. Uh, um, a couple more. Albus uh, Dumbledore. Albus Dumbledore. Albus Dumbledore. Dumbledore. That's Albus Dumbledore. <laughs> uh, uh, when Albus oh, is fuck. flying around stinging people. Albus Bumblemore. <laughs> no, I think his name's Albus Dumbledore or whatever you say. Albus Dum- Bumbledore. Nope. Albus Bumblebee door. Close. <laughs> Half mark. And the final one, and this one is admittedly again quite difficult. All right. Um, when Albus is holding onto something with his whole hand, using all of them, not all animals can do this. Only some, only primates, I believe, can hold onto something like this with their oh, whole hand. Oh, what's the name of the grip? Is it something? Is, it's to is do that with that. It, yeah, it's to do with that. So he's got opposable thumbledores. Alposabus. Al- no, you're overthinking it. <laughs> Albus opposable thumbledore. Yeah, Albus opposable <laughs> thumbledores. Very good. That was an awesome game. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. My only, my only worry with this game mm. is it's going to be hard to think of Tom Riddles now, where the answer's Dumbledore. Because I know. <laughs> so many different monikers now. Or maybe you've just like. Expanded our minds. We can just say seemingly anything, yeah. and the answer will be Albus Dumbledore. Well, it's funny that we've that we've. That's actually I didn't plan it at all like this, but that is actually a perfect segue into our Tom Riddle segment. Um, I love it when that happens. It's a joy. All, all the stars just align. It's uh, it's been. <laughs> we've had a couple out there the last couple of weeks. So we mm. had two last week, I believe. And wouldn't you know it, James Bloody Pereira <laughs> got him. I should have known. Honestly. James Pereira sent in his answer to Reedon's one within like hours of the podcast going live. And Even when he told us the answer, which is correct, I couldn't figure it out. It's incredible. So I'm going to start with, um, we had a great one from, or oh, was it Michael or David? I Fogarty? believe it was Michael Foggy. I thought so. Um, and the, 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 the riddle in this case was, I think it, this is a, not exactly word for word, but um, a classic puzzle full of twists and turns about the evil old witch who runs the pest control business. And uh, James Pereira very cleverly got it. It was a classic puzzle full of twists and turns, but that's a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> Rubik's. <laughs> Rubik's Cube. And um, Well, you could describe Rubik's Cubes as very rubious. That's true. You, and you would. You would. You would. I mean, if you're into it, you would call it that. Um, and then um, about the evil old witch who runs the pest control business. Well, it's almost like she's a bit of a hag, mm. hag, and she's like ridding the things. So it's like sort of like a hag rid, a hag rid, hag rid, Rubik's cube, hag rid. Very good. Well, James Pereira got that. Um, he also got Reedens. He got one. that. And he didn't even freaking break a sweat. No. Oh, he could do this all day. <laughs> um, and then um, we also had 
um, Reedan's one, which was something along the lines of... Yeah. Um, Wasn't it something like, I'm good at oral, yeah, but what but, I say but, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, something like that. I'm the best at oral, <laughs> but the words I say don't make any sense. Well... Very clever indeed from um, young James Pereira, even though we did get this almost immediately. Um, best at oral. What's another word for oral? Carnalingus. Ah, of course. And what do you call someone who sort of, uh, well, this bit didn't work that well, actually, but somebody who, uh, you know, uses interesting words, confusing words at times. That might be a cunning linguist. <laughs> Both of those meaning... Headmaster. Yep. If you're good at oral, you're a cunnilingus, you're the headmaster. That's right. It's Albus Dumbledore. Now, again. that was, I, I have to say, and not just by Reardon standards, by those of an average human being, that was a good one. Oh, that was a ripper. That was a ripper. And James Pereira, he solved it with one hand tied behind his back. I believe he was blindfolded at the time. Yes, yes, yes. And as we and he's said on before, fire. he was on fire. And but he's um, also on fire. Anyway, so uh, we don't have any Tom Riddles this week, do we? Unless you've got one. I could think of one, but James would just solve it. Before, I, before the words even left my mouth, we'd have, <laughs> we'd well, have the I would Okay, I wanna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this back on the potophiles out there. Mm-hmm. Um, That's it, a good strategy when we don't plan anything. When we do it quite often. <laughs> but it's good because they do always come up with the goods. So I want somebody out there to come up with a Tom Riddle so bloody... Uh, difficult and confusing and just a real noodle scratcher, as we like to say on this podcast, that even the mighty James Pereira can't get it. If you can stump James Pereira, many, many points to your house. Now, it has to work. It can't just be garbled nonsense. But there's some leeway there. But there's a lot of leeway. (laughs) Use what we've produced as a guide. It's good. So the onus is just all back on the listeners. Yeah, we don't want to do anything. <laughs> anyway, um, so I think we've come to the end of our time. I've um, reached the end of my tether. Damn straight. Well, what do we think of this page? Surprisingly <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I had fun doing the pod. I mean, we didn't expect to have a good time today. We didn't want to do this. No. Do you think it's um, ramping up sort of a crescendo towards the 50th episode spectacular? Um, I think she didn't give us a lot of help, but no. I know that this will ramp up the excitement, this pod. Oh, big um, time, big time. And you should be excited because Rin's going to be back. He'll have something Big planned. milestone episode. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. And I'm excited. So because it's kind of got me in the mood, I'm going to give it a passing mark. Well, 25. 25. 25 out of 49. Very good. Um, we also need a name for the page. Which is getting harder and harder. I uh, think it's got to be something about Apple Crumbledore. Apple Crumbledore, yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, <laughs> Harry Potter and the... What a, what a, what a Yumbledore Apple Crumbledore. <laughs> and the what a Yumbledore <laughs> Apple Crumbledore. Perfect. And, joy. and finally, word of the week, I believe we have to do. That would be three, two, one. Apple Crumbledore. Crumbledore. And... Um, <laughs> 
Word of the week has made it from episode one to episode 50. It's evergreen. <laughs> um, and so just to finally wrap up, um, please follow us on Instagram. We do have an Instagram handle now. I won't go through the full details of how to access it. Like <laughs> yeah, that was People excruciating. People have been writing in about how much they loved that. Um, but that's paging Mr. Potter, all one word, uh, on Instagram. We We're really also- should do German instructions or Spanish instructions, like Mandarin. Ah, uh, yes. For the international listeners. So um, maybe we so- could do a bonus pod. Just how to how to download Instagram. Well, and we will be obviously doing, um, you know, once we finish this, but we will be doing all of the translations as well, <laughs> page by page. <laughs> uh, so, right in with what you'd like us to start with. Okay, before we stop, I did. Yep. I, we just actually got some. Just as I was uh, looking at Instagram to check that I had the right title, um, I noticed that we've had a message in from um, oh, a bit of late mail. Should we should we use his real name or okay. should we just call him James? James Campisi. Okay, so um, he's written in to the to the to the um, Instagram, and I had honestly forgotten that we spoke about this, but I think we said we we're talking about Afterpay being morally bankrupt. And, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember an, it well. An evil institution. Well, have you seen their share price? Not not days after we uh, had this conversation. They've absolutely tanked. And as uh, Mr. Campisi uh, said, the jig is finally up. The market has finally <laughs> discovered that Afterpay are morally bankrupt. Oh, my God. So it's good to know that our reach has sort of extended into the financial sector. That is insane. Well, but something else came out of last week's episode as well. What's that? Because we were talking about how shit Facebook's app is. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. And, and def- during the week, I think it was Delete Facebook, delete Facebook. was like the biggest trend Trending on Twitter. Well, there you go. <gasps> Not just that as well. What? Fuck, this is crazy. We were talking about financial institutions, too big to fail and all this stuff. This was sort of in light of the afterpay stuff. Mm. Um, Commonwealth Bank, like, pretty much completely... <laughs> oh, yeah. ...crapped the bed. It did. Unbelievable. Anyway, obviously... So what does this all mean? Well, it means that our influence is not only growing, um, we're becoming very much the, uh, I guess, the most important voices in this country. I know. We're tastemakers. We're thought leaders. And um, also, we're very uh, corrupt. So if you'd like us to plug your uh, Uh, shitty product or terrible food, whatever it may be, if you want us to do a bit of insider trading, we'll tell you what stocks we're going to plug. You you buy it. You buy it. And we split the profits 50-50. I'm not talking about daily profit. I'm talking about daily profits. Nothing prophetical about it. I just did that hand money gesture. The goblin little (laughs) hand gesture. So I mean business. Big time. And I think... I think as well, like if you wanted us to plug your products or whatever as well, we'd be more than happy to do that. And we won't even declare that it's an ad. We'll just talk about it <laughs> and say that we like it. We'll say it occurs on page 50 of Harry Potter if that's Who what it cares? takes. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is a bad book. Very anyway. good. Well, that's all I have to say on the matter. And and um, that's all. What are you still doing here? Yeah. School's you- out, suckers. Bye-bye. Bye.